Over the past few weeks, we have been in the first chapters of Genesis. Uh, Genesis 1 through 3, setting everything up, creation, but the fall and promise. We've been uh, most recently in Genesis chapters 4 and 5, which have uh, noted a couple things. First of all, how graciously God treated Cain, an unrepentant sinner, uh, the mercy he extended to him, and also uh, how Cain's rejection of God and God's mercy really leads to uh, a downward spiral that, that leads, um, we're going to see then two lines. We've got the line that's going to follow Cain through Lamech uh, and the line that's going to follow um, Seth uh, and, and lead ultimately to Christ. But the trend line uh, is not good, and that's what Genesis 4 through, 11 is show, 4 through 11 is showing us, how bad things get. Society keeps getting worse. Um, and in Genesis chapter 6, what we see is that it gets so bad that God decides he is going to flood the world and start over. Um, this account takes four chapters, which is a suggestion of how important it is. Um, let me read some well, let me just note, the, the first uh, few verses in chapter 6 are quite confusing and much debated. Uh, it talks about the sons of God falling for the daughters of men. And um, this is a bad thing, and it's, it's hinted that, that it's particularly bad, and it has to be shut down. Uh, the, the term sons of God, the Hebrew is Nephilim, and in a lot of translations just don't even try and translate it. And it's just, a, it's a confusing passage, uh, at least I'm confused, but uh, there's some who argue that Nephilim are sort of angels, uh, so you have angels sleeping with uh, women, uh, and you, others that say that the Nephilim are giants, but they're just, they're just sort of a purified descendant through Seth, but uh, look, I, I've got a, I'm, I'm babbling here, there's a book that was given to me a year ago, on this, and many people have been talking about it and writing about it, and I have just not gotten to the book. What we know is that this whole thing sort of gets shut down, um, and that God is saying, "Okay, look, I'm I'm bringing, I'm I'm promised Abraham, uh, made the promise all the way back in Genesis three that there's going to be a um, uh, a solution, that there's going to be a fix." that there's going to be um, a, a rescuer that's going to come through the descendants of, of woman, the seed of woman. I have to protect this. And so there's going to be this section that begins with verse 5 that talks about the flooding and the end uh, of the world. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become and that in every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and birds of the air, for I am grieved that I have made them. So this passage raises all kinds of questions, historical and theological, um, in terms of the first, did a flood really happen? And if so, where did the water come from? And where did it go? And, um, and in terms of the second, how did God 
I mean, God's going to wipe out all these people and everything, and that seems very harsh and unloving. Uh, how could he put an end to the lives of hundreds of thousands uh, of people? How could a loving God act in this way? Look, I'm not going to spend much time on the first question here, uh, other than to say I believe there was a flood, and I believe there was a flood because um, I believe that um, I, I believe the Bible is true, and the Old Testament proclaims this, and then Jesus in the New Testament will talk about a flood as well. Uh, I don't get very excited about expeditions to go find the ark, uh, you know, on Mount Ararat, on the backside of Turkey, whatever. Uh, for starters, I just don't believe that does not seem to be the path that God has followed. If for no other reason, there would, we, would, we would worship it if we found it. Secondly, there have been, just as there is now, I mean, somebody built an ark, you know, as an amusement park in Kentucky, I think Kentucky. Uh, there, there have been people in the past that have built arks as sort of shrines or educational platforms. And so I think if they find anything, that is, quote, unquote, an ark. That's what they're going to find. Um, but I will say this. Having made peace with the fact that uh, there's a God who has created everything, uh, I don't find some of the other miracles or things that I can't explain to be, uh, you know, uh, full stops for me. Uh, and also, having declared, as I, as I have, as I do, that Jesus is God and that he knows better than I do, uh, I'm willing to say I'm, I'm going to trust him on some things. And so Jesus makes a, statements about uh, the flood, and so I follow Jesus down that path. We'll keep talking about this. Have a good day.